Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Baltimore's Unsolved Mystery. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. Did Ray fall? Was he pushed? Police found no one who could place Ray inside the Belvedere that night. Allison hired an expert who determined Ray would have had to get to a running speed of 11 miles per hour to make a jump from the roof of the building to reach the location of the hole. We recap the first episode of Netflix's Unsolved Mysteries reboot about Ray Rivera. We talked a little about the Belvedere Hotel, but honestly, I was doing research and that is just the tip of the iceberg. This hotel has so much more haunted, strange shit that we just had to do an episode on it. Buckle up, we're going back to the Belvedere Hotel in Baltimore, Maryland. The Belvedere Hotel opened in December 1903, and it's considered one of the most haunted and glamorous places in Baltimore. Throughout more than 100 years of operation, it's been the go-to celebrity party hotel, and at one point it was even the tallest building in Baltimore, standing at 188 feet. To get a sense of the Belvedere, you have to get a sense of how big of a deal it was for Baltimore to have a luxury hotel at the turn of the 20th century. It was a destination. Staying there was a status symbol. The Belvedere was designed not only to show off the city, but also its high society, the 400 of Baltimore's Blue Book, who gathered there on a regular basis. And it thrived. According to The Sun, one night at the hotel hosted all of the season's debutantes with their own parties or as the guests of others. The main dining room and six private dining rooms were filled to capacity, and it was estimated that over 1,000 people dined that evening. Also, according to the Baltimore Sun, Wallace Warfield Simpson, the famous Baltimore socialite whom King Edward VIII abdicated the British throne to marry, was a regular guest. Others include F. Scott Fitzgerald, Clark Gable, Carol Lombard, Rudolph Valentino, Gloria Swanson, John D. Rockefeller, Andrew Carnegie, Cecil B. DeMille, Groucho Marx, Kenny Rogers, Jean Harlow, Al Pacino, the Queen Mary of Romania, and every U.S. president from Teddy Roosevelt to JFK. People live there and people die there, especially from suicide. In 1909, six years after the hotel opened, 17-year-old Thomas E. Sutton Jr. checked into the hotel after fighting with his dad. His dad insisted that Sutton give up his house key. According to the Baltimore Sun, the father said he feared his son was keeping bad company and took the key from him for that reason. Ten years earlier, Sutton had undergone an appendix operation at Maryland University Hospital, where he was put to sleep by chloroform, which apparently gave him the inspiration for his tragic plan. There in the hotel room, Sutton Jr. committed suicide by inhaling his own supply of chloroform. In June 1917, a maid discovered blood trickling from underneath the bedroom door, so she called for help. 
Hotel staff entered the room, discovering the body of Lawrence Perrin, a, quote, local society idol, lying on the floor between the wardrobe and the bed, dressed in his pajamas with a pistol beside him. According to the Washington Post of June 16, 1917, Perrin, son of a wealthy Baltimore railway magnate, had recently, quote, defeated the efforts of his relatives to have him declared insane. A patient at the Phillips Clinical of Johns Hopkins Hospital, Perrin had apparently checked into the Belvedere in order to take his own life. Letters left on the bureau to his wife and mother indicated a recurrence of his mental depression. A year later, 20-year-old Bernice Cheney Webster was strangled to death in her bridal chambers after being accused of infidelity by her husband, 32-year-old Carlisle P. Webster. Carlisle then swallowed poison and left a note saying, quote, I have known the girl I married for nearly two years and I could not believe certain things. I loved her so much, so it is better that we both die together. Carlisle was actually alive when the police found him and was taken to Mercy Hospital and placed under guard. Then, more suicides. Harry C. Hassett, who was the president of the brokerage merchandising firm in Toledo, Ohio, also took his own life in 1921. The police received a telegram about him before he shot himself, but were too late to stop him. The Washington Post reported that they found Hassett dead with a gun in each hand, along with a note where he called himself, quote, as crazy as a bedbug. On February 2, 1929, the pajama-clad body of a man was discovered on the roof of the Belvedere's second-floor sun parlor. The body turned out to be that of William Harvey King Jr., assistant to the president of the Baltimore Steam Packet Company. King either jumped or fell to his death from his hotel room on the 10th floor. The Washington Post said, William A. Faison, a friend, said King attended the Baldez Arts last night and did not return to the hotel until about 6.30 a.m. Faison said he believed King went to the window for a breath of air, lost his balance, and toppled out. That same year, Yale student Leigh Miltz Marlowe, the son of Thomas A. Marlowe, a high-profile finance guy and former member of the Republican National Committee, fell from the eighth floor of the Belvedere Hotel to his death on the streets of Baltimore. In May 1936, two 21-year-old girls got their legs caught between the shaft and ledge of an overloaded elevator. They were then trampled by the other shocked hotel guests. In the 70s, the hotel was abandoned before it was renovated in the 1980s. In 73, Samuel Shapiro, owner of a number of parking lots around the city, including the garage next to the Belvedere, and a two-time candidate for Baltimore mayor, was shot to death in the lobby of the hotel by a former employee, Doug Airy. Shapiro's body was dragged to the hotel bar and stuffed into a trunk when he realized it was too small for the body to fit. Airy then searched the hotel until he found a large crate on the 11th floor which would fit Shapiro's body. Airy then drove to Pennsylvania and rolled Shapiro's body down a hill. Airy went to fetch a shovel to bury the body, but he forgot where it rolled and then he just left it there. Finally, by the end of the 1980s, a maintenance man who lived in the building's sub-basement near the furnace was killed by a former employee he'd fired the day before. Then, of course, we get to the death of Ray Rivera, which you probably already know. On May 24, 2006, Rivera went missing from his home after receiving a phone call from the Agora Publishing Switchboard, according to a guest staying with Rivera and his wife. After several days of searching for clues, his wife's parents found his car. Rivera's co-workers went to the top of the parking structure near where the car was discovered, and noticed a hole in the roof of the south wing of the hotel. Rivera's partially decomposed body was discovered in the conference room under the roof's hole. The Unsolved Mysteries episode is very good. If you want more information, they do an incredible job of telling this tragic story. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Yes, there are ghosts. Of course there are ghosts. But let's take a little break. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. 
Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. There's a brand new water out there. I bet you're thinking, we don't need another brand of water out there. That's where you're wrong. Dead wrong. You may start noticing cans that look like tall boys of beer in the water section of your local stores. Well, it's not beer. It's mountain spring water from the Alps called Liquid Death. Why is it called Liquid Death? Because it will murder your thirst. And the tall boy cans are infinitely recyclable and will bring death to the plastic bottle. Liquid Death donates 10% of profits every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Plastic isn't actually recyclable anymore. Most plastic you throw away in a recycling bin actually just gets sent to a landfill because it's not profitable to recycle. Aluminum is infinitely recyclable and actually profitable for the recycling facilities. I love drinking from an ice-cold aluminum can. It's just better. It does look just like a beer, but it's not. It's mountain spring water. And if I'm being honest, chugging a liquid death is the only time I look or feel cool. If you sell your soul and join the Liquid Death Country Club, you'll receive a free t-shirt with your purchase of water. Just go to www.liquiddeath.com slash ghost town. Get free shipping on all water and merch at liquiddeath.com slash ghost town. Free shipping is valid on two cases of water or more. That's liquiddeath.com slash ghost town. Or grab some at Whole Foods and 7-Eleven. Hi, hello, how are you? Hello. How are you doing? We're checking in. We're checking in. We made it. Breathe in, breathe out. We made it to almost the end of October. I hope you're not planning on staying in any hotels. Or maybe you should be excited about staying in some hotels. Stay in all these hotels and tell us all about it. That's all I ask. We want to say hello to everyone listening. Thank you. And to all of our patrons, thank you for the support. Yes. We have a real cast of characters. I can't wait. The Mayor's. (laughs) <laughs> David Bull. Hello. Dara Rosenzweig. Hello. Joshua Lambert. Hi. James Harrington. Hello. Ashley Matson. Hello. And the lead, <gasps> the starring role. Everyone's a star. Oh, goodness. Except for us. <laughs> We're, <not laughs> We're the only non-stars. Oof, not today. Avian Noble, I've missed you so. She's like, great, I've been <laughs> She's here. Like, Where are you? <laughs> keep going been an interesting time for Ghost Town. Yes. Surprise. Yes. I was in Denver for a very long time, longer than I thought I would be. You were a political prisoner. I, that's what that's I call it. Nice. That's I nice exaggerate everything. My though. car broke down. Yeah, my car, I was there for work, and hopefully we can talk about that a little bit later, but my car broke down. I needed a whole new engine, and they flew an engine from Germany to Denver. I have a Volkswagen Golf. Like, it's not a big deal. But for some reason, this was like the biggest deal ever. Anyway, I finally got my engine. You guys are all bored. And I made it back here. And here yeah. we are in Echo Park again. So we've been, yeah, we've been doing this remotely. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm. Like we didn't notice. No, like we don't your care. Vacant, <laughs> your, your vacant eyes. We could tell your vacant voices. We can tell. But I'll tell you something. Somebody who did notice a little something, some Apple podcast reviews. Mm. How you've missed them. How I've missed them. Why did I, what am I, 400 years old? 
Jesus, I'm glad to be back in LA. Let's start off with a little love it, five stars. Hmm. Love this podcast. The topics are interesting and thought-provoking. The hosts have pleasant voices. Overall, a great podcast. That's from Lika11 from the US and A. Hmm. Pleasant. I'll take it. Uh-oh, double trouble. Another love it, five stars. <laughs> I love your reference of cats. I absolutely love your podcast. Listen to it everywhere. Shower, work, long drives, walks. I Whoa. love it. That's from Josh, 6656565. He didn't put a lot of thought into his name. <laughs> America needs ghost town more than ever. Five <laughs> stars. Not only does it provide 100% of your daily interesting factoids, but it gives you it gives it to you along fun and funny interplay that is not to be missed also they love la as much as i do from johnny eponymous in the u.s and day and probably la yeah actually i guessed it on his podcast Um, i recognize that name yeah yeah thanks five stars wow don't worry the worst is yet to come give them a shot you will get hooked can't get enough so i joined patreon thank you which is patreon.com slash ghost town pod i did not mention that previous wow I didn't even miss it. So many ads. Three stars. Not bad. Hmm. I really like this show, but there are so many interruptions. For that reason, I'll be unfollowing. Now, here's... I understand ads aren't fun. Commercials aren't necessarily fun. Sometimes I hear something, I'm like, this is great. It's the nature of this. If you do like it and you do want to support it, ads... We put a lot of money frankly, from ads back into advertising the show. So we get people listening and mm-hmm. keeps people excited. And sometimes it's equipment-based and we sometimes want to drink a cup of water. And mm-hmm. I understand not liking ads. I get it. I fast forward through them. I, I don't listen to any podcasts without ads, but I support them all and I mm-hmm. understand it and I get it and I'm not mad about it. I expect it. And if every podcast you listen to doesn't have ads, great, great for you. But I, I have a feeling that's not the case. You're just picking this one to vent to that at because if it's one of the maybe more popular podcasts, like we're not even going to recognize you even said this and we yeah. don't care. So I guess thank you for the ride along the way. I hope you never have to look at a billboard, <laughs> hear any commercial or ever have to see anything that exactly. interrupts your life. No. Can't they subscribe to our Patreon and get our episodes ad free? Yeah, but like that starts at $2 a month. Oh, forget it. Forget it. And then you get them early bonus episodes. Yeah. Here you go. This is the one you've been waiting for. Woke crap commentary. (laughs) One star from a a couple of symbols, 23 Aspen. Oh. One episode in, and I'm already tired of the woke crap. Just tell the story from the view of someone that agrees with what I agree with. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, I guarantee you didn't listen to one episode, and the, the in a few seconds in, we got political because I guarantee that didn't happen. Yeah, because that absolutely didn't happen. You'd have to be deep until 10 episodes for us to say maybe one thing. Unless yeah. you're like, hey, why are they railroading this convicted murderer? <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. The serial killer uh, doesn't get a good edit. It's really weird. Or like, I can think of maybe one time halfway through an episode, I was like, hey, it's election time. Go out and vote. Sorry. Sorry. So the way they're describing it, I have a feeling they just wanted to say that Mm -hmm. and they don't have any real interest. And they just tell the story, but also tell a different story. One that I like to hear. 
So thank you for listening to the support and thank you for leaving reviews. We appreciate it, whether you like it or not. Yeah. And yeah. It's so nice to be back sitting in front of Jason and my computer and actual in my chosen city. Yeah. I feel great. And never felt better. That's not true. Do you want to get check, back to some- you want to get some turndown service? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get back to some deaths and some more deaths and then some ghosts. How about that? In the 1920s or 30s, rumor has it that a woman caught her husband dancing with his mistress in one of the hotel's ballrooms and shot him. It's reported that the man's ghost haunts the 12th floor of the hotel, but only bothers women. Says John Otterbein, who worked at the hotel in the 1980s, quote, none of the girls ever wanted to work up there by themselves. Once in a while, people who worked up there would swear that glasses would fall on the floor and break with nobody nearby, or they'd put something down and a little while later it would be somewhere else. Jackie, a general manager at the Owl Bar, said, I've been locking the restaurant doors at the end of the night early morning for more than seven years now, so I've seen a lot. My first encounter with a ghost was my first month as the restaurant manager. It was myself and our bar manager at the time, Jeff, and we were doing some last-minute cleaning before locking up. The TVs and the music were both off as we were about to leave. I was walking out of the kitchen, and out of the corner of my eye, I saw a bright light in the corner up on the ceiling by the television, followed by a huge slam. Jeff had his back turned to me as he was counting out his drawer, and I didn't budge. I was shocked at what I had seen and heard, but I was more shocked that Jeff didn't react to this god-awful noise. The hit was so hard that I swore it hit the floor and shattered it. The floor was intact, the bright light I had spotted had disappeared, and Jeff was still counting his drawers if nothing had happened. I was horrified and screamed at him to come out from behind the bar. I explained what I had witnessed in detail. His response? Sounds like you had your first ghost sighting here at the Belvedere. Later on, after we locked up, we reviewed the cameras, which showed me crawling under the corner table to check the floors. I looked ridiculous. Another employee named Valerie shared her ghost story. One of my last experiences was about two years ago when I was working on the 13th floor. I had gone down to the 12th floor to clean and lock up. I got off the elevator and heard the sound of a woman's high-heeled shoes walking on the wooden floor. For some reason, I got a bad vibe from whoever's spirit that was. I told others about it the next day. I said, we usually have nice ghosts here, but that one last night, I don't think she was. That night, I was cleaning and locking up the 12th floor again. Before I came down, I texted my husband to ask what he wanted for dinner, so just before I was about to lock the doors, I checked my phone to see if my husband texted back. When I opened my phone, the letters were being pressed, and a message came across my phone saying, quote, I am a beautiful person, I am a beautiful person, I am a beautiful person. Today, the Belvedere is a mixed-use condominium complex, and you can purchase individual living units, efficiencies, or one or two bedrooms, ranging in price from about $60,000 to $300,000. You can still hang out at the bar, the Owl Bar, with the bar Shapiro's body hung out in before it was driven to Pennsylvania. You can check out the high views and balconies, or hang out in a sushi bar in the basement. Everything is available to you via the Belvedere. If... I was around in the turn of the century up into the 1990s, and somebody says, hey, come meet me at the Belvedere. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, no. Don't do it. If I thought, I was like, does this person, did I ever have an argument with this person? It seems like the worst place to go to, although it's a place you want to be at, so it's a, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, I want to be there, but mm-hmm. I don't want to end up something mysteriously I'm falling off off a building yeah unless is a celebrity there or maybe even a weird tinder date oh or okay so you're getting catfished or you're bored or Mm. you're lonely or any reason at all to go other than that unless you have any reason at all yeah other than that okay do not go Uh. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.